Hello and welcome to this week's edition of SBC This Week, a roundup of news and views from around the Southern Baptist Convention. SBC This Week is hosted by Amy Whitfield and Jonathan Howe. Hey, Jonathan. How's it going? Amy, we've come full circle. Okay. What episode is this, Amy? Um, It's episode... Oh, aren't you funny? It's episode 360, folks. Hence, full we've circle. come full circle. Yeah. How long did it take you to figure that out? A lot less than it took you to figure it out. You saw 360 and there you go. Yeah, that was the first joke that came to mind. The dad jokes, they just come to you, don't they? They're rolling. Yep. Yeah. So oh. if you don't follow me on Twitter, I had a great one today. It was actually an, an oldie but goodie. I had tweeted this out, I think, back in 2017. It was either at least on my Facebook page. I think it was 2017. But it, it was, Amy, um, what kind of boat did Peter, James, and John fish out of? Yeah, I saw it. Discipleship. And a discipleship. That's that's right. So that's gold, Amy. That's something. Okay. All right. That's well, something. Gold. Yes, yeah. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Gold. All right. Well, let's, how, about, how about we get into the show? Let's go for it. Yeah. Probably, probably a good idea at this point. So before you yes. like just get off the call and, and, and leave me hanging by myself here. So all right. the upheaval and disruption over the last two years has left many asking, what does ministry look like now? The Ministry Now Conference will answer this question on March 22nd to 24th. Experienced ministry leaders from across the nation will gather at Southwestern Seminary in Fort Worth, Texas to explore how God's church can thrive in this ever-changing ministry context. Founded on an unyielding commitment to biblical truth, built by expert practitioners, and designed to encourage and equip God's people in every area of ministry, this gathering will empower you to live your calling wherever you serve God. So join us in Fort Worth, Texas on March 22nd to 24th. Discounted registration ends January 15th, so reserve your tickets now at swbts.edu slash ministry now 2022. So basically, if you're listening to this, you got like one day. Uh, if, if you listen to this on the day it comes out. So this is dropping on January 14th. Registration discounts end on the 15th. So check out those tickets over at the Southwestern website for the Ministry Now conference in March of 2022. All right. Very good. Okay, Amy, let's jump into the news this week. We'd heard last year that Lifeway had sold the Lifeway building downtown, their headquarters building, We're leasing back space and looking for a new area of town and a new space for them to have uh, the the future of their work. And they found it. Yeah. Maryland Farms, which is is they're they're not building. They're not buying a farm, folks. Just let's be clear. It's an area. It's an area in. Yes, it's a it's a business development. And it was a farm. Maryland Farms. They built an office park in it. And it's it's a really nice area. If you've been in Brentwood. The Brentwood Old Hickory Boulevard exit. It's right there. Yes. You, you know what used to be in Maryland Farms? Not not a farm, by the way. Right. The what? Tennessee Baptist Convention offices. That's right. Yes. They used to be right there at the corner of Maryland Farms and, and 31. Right there. That's right. So. You know what else used to be in Maryland Farms? T-H-S-A-A. No. Okay. It's that. That's actually the T. S S A A T double S double A is how what it's referred to. And that's like J E double F J A double R E double T. Right. Right. So T double S double A is in Hermitage. Oh. But what used to be in Maryland Farms was a heavenly ham store that I went to all the time. Loved it. It Sounds heavenly. 
Sorry. Yeah, but there's okay. a great, 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 great wine. Guess what's there, there now, cool though? Class. Guess what's there now? Lifeway. Lifeway. That's right. Or Tell us about be. the new they place. Will, they, yeah. So they'll be there by the end of 2022. Um, they'll go to uh, 46,000 square feet of leased office space. So they will be leasing it. Um, it's It's got great access to restaurants, shopping, Greenway and Park, things like that. So that's good for the employees who are there. It's going to be a smaller footprint than the building downtown, um, which had already been sold. That new building, you know, the building that that, most people know. Yeah. So it's it's actually going to be a really flexible workspace because a lot of the employees at Lifeway work remotely and did so even before the pandemic. So they have just therefore going a traditional office model and it's going to be a space that is designed. You basically come to meet with people. You come to meet with your team and then there are some individual offices. So like maybe let's say you're coming and you're meeting with your team in the morning and you're meeting with a different team in the afternoon and then you need a place to work. There will be spots, but there's not like, this is my office, you know, kind of thing. Um, So it's kind of a new, you know, this is what it's like for 2021. So it'll be meeting rooms, drop-in workstations, a social hub, private spaces for phone and video calls, as well as spaces for individualized work that requires concentration. They will also have podcast video and photography studios, as well as post-production suites, great technology, everything. So it should be a pretty cool place. Yeah. So can't wait to see that open. It should be available later in 2022. And uh, hopefully we'll get some, uh, maybe a, a quick tour of that at some point later in the year. Yeah. Should be really neat. So congratulations to our friends over at Lifeway on that. All right, Amy, some news from the seminaries. A big announcement this past week at Midwestern. Steve Dighton got a chair of pastoral ministry named after he and his wife, Mary. Yeah, this is the Steve and Mary Dighton Endowed Chair of Pastoral Ministry. He is Pastor Emeritus at Lenexa Baptist Church in Lenexa, Kansas. And uh, he he planted that church 25 years ago and then served as the senior pastor until about six or seven years ago. Um, this is the third endowed faculty chair. So that's something that is a, a great, really great opportunity for schools to have endowed faculty chairs because then that allows those spots for their professors to uh, really just to be funded, you know, in, in a way in perpetuity. So they also have the Lee and Tammy Robertson endowed chair of church history, and then the Gary Taylor chair of missions and evangelism. So very exciting. The pastoral ministry chair that will be established at Midwestern real honor to the Dytons. Yeah, absolutely. So congratulations to them. Congratulations to Midwestern on that. Amy, I I think I have a bucket list item here for you. I'm pretty excited. A free online class with Rebecca Naylor. I think this is awesome. So Dr. Rebecca Naylor, you know, I'm a big fan. Yep. A a former uh, most interesting Southern Baptist. By the way. That's right. Most fascinating. Most yes. fascinating. Sorry. So she's, they're going to offer a class that she teaches uh, called Human Needs Ministry and Church Planting. So it is open to all Southwestern students for class credit, but it is also available for anyone to audit for free, whether online or in person. So you, if you take it for free, you don't get any credit. 
but you can like, I could take it for free just so that I could glean and learn. Um, and so it, if she, obviously, as we know, she's been decades as a, a missionary and a surgeon, she's going to talk about how, what she has learned about human needs, ministry and church planting work together. So it's going to be offered online live or on demand and on the campus. It'll be on Monday nights from 6.15 to 9 central and online options will uh, online and online students will have the option of watching it live or, uh, you know, seeing things recorded after the fact. So I'm going to tell you, I think I may have to take them up on this. The, The fact that you can do it online or on demand, basically, means that there is no excuse not yeah. to learn from Rebecca Naylor. That's right. It's free and you can access it whenever. So maybe you're free on a Monday night, you're available and you could watch it live, but then the next week you're going to be out. So then you can, you know, catch it, catch it later. And if you, if you audit it for free, you don't have to do any assignments. You don't have to turn in any papers and anything like that. So why not? We should all do this. Absolutely. I think I'm going to sign up right now. Gonna do it right now. I am too. I am too. I'm actually on the website me, as me we are uh, recording the podcast. Yeah. I'm clicking the button. Uh, so There's we'll a have the on the right down there. Audit for free. Boom. Audit for free. Yes. So before this uh, recording is over, we're gonna both be. We're gonna both have submitted our registration for the class. Absolutely. So, um, so you can go to the show notes and go to the Baptist Press article that we'll have linked, and then well, I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. I'll just put a, nev- a new line in the show notes for the okay uh, for the so audit. that you can sign up for the class. Yeah. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Looks like all right. So it says Monday nights. All right. So hear me out. Monday nights. But it looks like the first one is on Tuesday because Monday's a holiday. So okay. it looks like this coming week, it says January 18th. That's a Tuesday night. So it looks like the this first one looks like it's on a Tuesday night. So if our friends at Southwestern want to correct me on that, let me know and uh, we'll get that squared away. But um, but, but, but here's yeah. the thing. You you have when you're signing up because I'm I'm signing up right now. You can put like you put in your email and it will um, and it will send that to you. So they would, it would let you know when the first class is. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, there's that. So pretty cool thing. Again, we'll put the links in the show notes for that, but Hey, take a class for free with Rebecca Naylor. How awesome is that? Okay. All right, Amy, some news from the executive committee this week. Yeah, this was big news that I saw. Um, I saw it pop up on Twitter. There will be a recommendation for interim president coming at the executive committee's February meeting. Uh, Roland Slade released this. So according to executive committee bylaws, officers are given the responsibility to designate one of the vice presidents to act as interim when the president and CEO post is vacant. And so the officers will, will be working on that. That's uh, Roland Slade, Stacey Bramlett, Monty Schinkel, um, Eric Cummings, Andrew Hunt, Jim Gregory, and Archie Mason. And so, as we know, the the EC presidency became vacant on November one. So now that spot has just sat vacant. So it, you know, Christmas and things like that, not quite as busy. But now it's you know things are are stepping up. So there will be a recommendation for one of the vice presidents to serve as interim president. Now, that makes this whole conversation a little weird, Jonathan. That's why. That's why I let you handle that. this one. 
Yeah, because usually we're kind of um, uh, bantering back and forth and talking about this as we're sort of outside observers. And I am an outside observer now in in this. But uh, so I'm just going to throw this out as sort of the story. The current EC vice presidents are uh, Jeff Pearson, who's the chief financial officer, Willie McLaurin, uh, who's vice president for Great Commission Relations and Mobilization, and Jonathan Howe, vice president for communications. So it will be interesting to see what happens. Three outstanding leaders in that list. So uh, can't can't go wrong. And Roland Slate says that. Our vice presidents are each godly men who have worked cohesively with the officers to provide leadership that has not gone unnoticed. So a very high compliment to you and your colleagues. Uh, But anyway, that will be coming. So that's kind of a news release about news yet to come. Yes. So uh, love these guys. Enjoy working with them. And and there's not a bad choice among the three of us. So uh, there you go. We'll have more news for you, I'm sure, later on on that. So. All right, Amy, switching gears, got a couple of stories to uh, just kind of catch people up on. Uh, We have an update, kind of a legal update here. We have a uh, Louisiana Baptist maintenance worker was arrested the first week of January. Perry Leon Moses uh, was arrested on charges of molestation of a juvenile in Alexandria, Louisiana. He has since been fired by the Louisiana Baptist Convention. And uh, there's a statement, a full statement from the... Louisiana Baptist Convention Executive Director Treasurer Steve Horn in the story saying, quote, we are heartbroken for the victim and the victim's family. We've offered the victim counseling with a licensed counselor of the victim's choice. We are fully cooperating with law enforcement in every way possible, including their request of us not to discuss any further details until the investigation is complete. Uh, so uh, that investigation is ongoing. And if uh, there's any, if you have any information about uh, that, there's a number in the story over at Baptist Press for that. Also, Timothy Valente Wells, who was the junior high pastor at First Baptist Church, Wiley, Texas, was arrested and charged with indecency with a child by sexual contact. He's been at First Baptist Wiley since 2019, and uh, he has also been fired from First Baptist Wiley, Texas. So uh, the uh, statement from First Baptist Wiley is there. They are cooperating completely with local agencies, uh, including the Wiley Police Department, the Murphy Police Department, and the Collin County Sheriff's Office in the investigations. Uh, it happened at an off-site location, not at the church. There's contact information for this as well. If you have any information, the Collin County Sheriff's Office number is in the story at Baptist Press. And can I just say one thing? And I know yeah. I sound like a broken record, but uh, one of the one of the important things in these stories, as difficult as they are to hear, is the word uh, "arrested." And and what that means, what that tells me, is that people are they are contacting the authorities, and yeah. churches are cooperating with authorities. Yeah. And that is that that is something that we need to always affirm when we talk mm-hmm. about this. Yeah, and and both. The Louisiana Baptist Convention and First Baptist Wiley, it said in their statements, as soon as they learned about it, they contacted the authorities immediately. So, yeah, Amy, uh, that's a good point. Yeah. All right. Uh, one more legal update. Will McCraney and his lawsuit against the North American Mission Board, uh, that will continue in the Northern District of Mississippi, United States District Court. So uh, there was a motion filed for uh, summary judgment, and that was denied. 
by the the judge in there. Uh, that is Glenn Davidson in the case. So uh, that's going to kind of move on to discovery now. So Namit filed a case, and they, they basically said, that's too early for that. We need to go through and, uh, and see some discovery. And uh, so just a quick update on that. Not, nothing big in that case except for it continues to move forward. There you go. All right. And then finally, Amy, we got a new podcast over at Baptist Press. Yeah, this is kind of cool. You sent that to me the other day and it's a it's a weekday podcast. It's yeah. called Good News for Today with Brandon Porter. So it's basically just like kind of reading or covering some of the positive news stories of Baptist Press. Yeah. It's a short little podcast, a great one for just like on your commute. Yeah. It's a, a bite-sized thing. I mean, like this is like I'm making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for the kids for school kind of thing. And it's done by the end of that. It's only about three minutes. Our friends over at the Voice of the Martyrs are uh, helping sponsor the podcast. And it it's really, it's kind of made for radio, so to speak. I think that that's kind of the ultimate goal that we have over there for Good News for Today is to get it on radio and, you know, and kind of like those focus on the family moments or things like that that you hear between programs or, you know, top of the hour, bottom of the hour kind of thing on a radio station, a Christian radio station. So that that's kind of what we've built it for. Uh, but it's also available for download each and every day. It usually goes up about six in the morning. So if you want to kind of start your day off with some good news and kind of the neat things that are happening around the Southern Baptist Convention, good news for today with Brandon Porter, a great resource for you on that. So you can find that in your, your typical podcast downloadable programs, whatever you use for your podcast stuff. I, I'm kind of old school. I still use the Apple podcast app. I use Downcast. Okay. That's what I use. Yeah. Why so good, Downcast, but, uh, Amy? Oh, aren't you funny? Not really. Not tonight. Yeah. So. It's I'm, a great- I'm, I'm a little it's, bit it's, more spry at, at nine o'clock at night than I am in, in the, at six in the mornings whenever we usually record these. Yeah. Yeah. A little so bit more you're, awake. You're quick. You're quick. Yes. Yes, I am. Well, hey- our news was quick today. That's it for the news this week. And that'll bring us to my favorite part of the week. This week in SBC history, Amy, blow our minds. All right. We're going to go to some important news and some difficult news that had come down um, in Baptist Press this week about something that had happened earlier. Uh, and this was the news. It came out of Richmond from the IMB, or which would have been the Foreign Mission Board at the time. It was released in the January 15th, 1951 issue of Baptist Press. And uh, the headline is, Southern Baptist Missionary Arrested by Chinese Communists. Wow. So Bill, Bill Wallace, Dr. William L. Wallace, um, Southern Baptist We've talked about him before. In, yeah, in Wuchang, William China. Wallace. Yes, and he was head of the Stout Memorial Hospital. He was arrested December 19th on charges of spying. And so the wow. foreign mission board had released that and uh, it, it was giving, it was giving the information to everyone at that time. Well, then he actually, he died. He was a, a martyr. He was arrested in China on false charges based on planted evidence. There's a Baptist press story that was done 50 years later. He was beaten, ridiculed, jabbed with bamboo sticks 
Um, the, the official story uh, was he died in February and the official story from the Chinese communists was that he had taken his own life. Um, but one colleague who was allowed to view his body saw little evidence of that, but a lot of evidence of abuse. So he was a martyr um, for the faith, suffered greatly. Uh, and now, you know, he's, he is a, an, um, an incredible story of, uh, from our from our foreign mission board, and it's kind of amazing when you read because uh, I'll, I'll have the uh, initial word from Baptist Press, but then also the whole story about his life and his martyrdom. He was from Knoxville, Tennessee, and um, and he went to southern China where the missionaries there were desperately, desperately praying for a surgeon. Um, he had an incredible reputation, uh, was great commitment. And, uh, and he also did, um, an incredible thing. He evacuated the whole hospital in 1944 ahead of the Japanese forces and then tended to all the sick. So he's very, very loved in the area. And then obviously came to the end of his life as a martyr. Um, Wallace Memorial Baptist church in Knoxville is named after him. And I believe he's, I I believe he may be buried there. And um, if I remember correctly, and so there's a a lot of things um, and there's books about him and everything. So I'm going to have the, the kind of retrospective, the 50 years after Bill Wallace, but uh, the word that he had been arrested, it was before they knew uh, of his death, but the word that he'd been arrested came out, was spread um, around in our churches this week in SBC history. And so um, I want to remember him. And that's in 1951. Wow. So uh, 71 years ago. Wow. Did you know that the Dr. William L. Wallace Digital Material Collection is housed? at Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. I didn't know that, but I'm not surprised. So there's there's like 400 items in his digital collection, everything from photographs to uh, letters of his appointment in the medical corps, all kind of stuff. A bunch of yeah. letters, stuff about well, him. Well, let's put so, so let's put that let's put that link cool. in the show notes too. So definitely go, I mean, it's really an incredible thing these uh these issues of Baptist press that I use, you know, the way they've been digitized, you're actually seeing like the one that kind of went out over the wire and the typeset that was sent. And, uh, and so just seeing that, knowing that that's what, you know, went out, that's, it's very short. Uh, it announces that only 16 missionaries were left in China after that. But uh, check that out and then check out the the article from 2001 that talks about him um, 50 years later. That's a great, great, great story. But then let's put a link to that digital collection as well. Yeah. So uh, great time to honor a uh, hero, Bill Wallace. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's really cool. Thanks for bringing that up, babe. All right. Well, that's going to move us to our resources of the week. Amy, your resource of the week is? Well, Martin Luther King junior day is coming up. And so uh, my resource is letter from a Birmingham jail. So I think it's a great thing to read over Martin Luther King. Yeah. Read weekend. and reflect. Yeah. And uh, uh, it's a, a really good thing. There's also, I mean, there's a lot of great other resources out there, books, biographies, there are documentaries. So definitely we should take advantage of those. But I think one, one thing that's a good tradition is to read 
that letter. So yeah. I want to encourage that. All right. Well, all right. So SBC calendar wise, Amy, this weekend, this Sunday, Sanctity of Human Life Sunday. So uh, Sanctity of Human yes, Life Sunday is. is sponsored by the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission. And there is a bulletin insert available for churches to use if they so choose. And that is available over at the ERLC website. Yes. And assuming they listen to this uh, tomorrow, we're recording this on Thursday. So if you listen to it after it goes live on yeah. Friday or Saturday, you still got time still to got pull time that to bulletin get it, insert. To get it in there or at least get it and have it available for your, your church and maybe even send it out email wise, that kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, this Sunday is the Sanctity of Human Life Sunday in the Southern Baptist Convention. And there is a great little resource over at the ERLC uh, talking about their Psalm 139 project and all the life initiatives that they have over at the ERLC for Sanctity of Human Life Sunday. So all right. uh, check that out. We'll put the link in the show notes. There you go. All right, Amy, uh, kind of a quick episode this week, but a good episode nonetheless. So uh, it was fun to kind of record this at night when we're awake. Yes. We yes, do this very, more often. Very then. rare. We have too many, too many things that are uh, going on in the evenings, and so often an early Friday recording. But it is, it is nice to have that alertness. Yes. So, so hey, guess what we've got in Nashville this weekend? What? More snow. Well, you know, we got some winter weather coming to North Carolina this weekend too, but yeah, I think it's, it's just freezing rain. Yeah, it's the rest of what's going to be coming through here. Yeah, I'm afraid that we're going to get the freezing rain and the ice, and then the snow, and it's going to be really bad again. So, yeah, I've, Again, I'm supposed to go to California next week and I don't need the airport to have problems. Well, so, yeah, I hear you on that. Yep. So going to be out there doing site visit, shooting some video as well. So looking forward to uh, seeing our friends down in Southern California. And uh, if you're going to be out that way next week, you know, give me a holler and uh, maybe we'll, we'll say, hey, I know we got some some of our friends from Southwestern and uh, a couple of the other entities going to be out there doing site visits for the Anaheim Convention this June, Amy. There you, you go. We're, we're less than six months away. All right. So going to be fun and uh, looking forward to Pretty that. Wild. Looking forward to seeing everybody out in Southern California. And Amy, I'll see you next week. See you next week. See you next week.